Welcome to the Washington Union Alliance Church Podcast, an archive of our recorded sermons. We're a Christian and Missionary Alliance Church located in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. For more information, go to wuac.org. Amen. Listen, church, I just, I just when you when you don't when you're not able to sleep at night and when you're not able to be when you're not able to sleep and you're not able to kind of uh, not able to sleep and when you prepare for a sermon and then the Holy Spirit redirects you another direction you just got to be obedient to it and just go with that I just want to say this church this morning like I just believe there is a holy stirring up in my heart for this community again and I believe whole heart, first of all let me just say this I believe in everybody in this room. I believe in this church. I believe we can and we will and we see gospel impact all over this church. We believe that. I believe in this church. I love living here. I love this place. Okay? But God is calling us to a... Listen, we've had some great times the last... we've, We've seen a new day of growth in this church. We have seen baptisms. We have seen... We have seen people come to the Lord. We have seen uh, really gospel dents made in our community. We've seen that. We've witnessed that. We've seen us. We've seen us grow deeper together as a church. This is not my letter of resignation today, by the way. So just so you know, okay? Listen, it's time for us to make a next step. We've done this the last several years, but it's time for our church, such a time as this, we need to make another step deeper together. It's time for us to step into another new day of growth together. And here's the thing. I'm taking it off. I'm sweaty anyway. Here's the thing. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you. Here's the thing. And I'm not comparing myself. I'm not John F. Kennedy. But when John F. Kennedy wanted to go to the moon, there is more that you have on your iPhone today than John F. Kennedy had in 1960 or whatever. There was more information that they had. When John F. Kennedy said, let's go to the moon, And I'm not saying I'm JFK by any means. I'm not John F. Kennedy. But when he said, let's go to the moon, there's more today on your devices and my my devices that we own than what they had to get to the moon. And church, I believe, here's here's the thing. We can fill in, let's let's dream about what God can do. Not but what, let's dream about what God can do. If we're going to place God higher, God of the impossible, God of like the miracle working God we see all over the scriptures, the God of God who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine, we've got to place God here in this. And oftentimes we look at this and we say, we kind of fill in the gaps a little bit and we're saying right now in our mind, right? Like, well, how are we going to get there? There's insurmountable odds. There's barriers. There's roadblocks. This person's not here. That person's not here. That person's not this at this level. But God's going to do it through the people in this room. That God can do it through the people in this room today. And of course, if you're watching, and I knew of course, when you get these messages, it's not a reactionary message that 15 people said they weren't going to be here because it's Labor Day. But listen, this is just the way it is. I believe, I believe this church, that when the Holy Spirit moves amongst, among his people and he moves amongst the disciples and he moves amongst the people that call this place their home, it comes out of the disciples themselves, the people who call this place their home, deepening their hunger for God and saying, God, in my life, in my family, in my circumstance, I'm hungry for you. 
And God, I see there's a lot of insurmountable odds. There's, there's things that I don't necessarily see yet. There's things that I don't necessarily know. There's things that there seems like this is an impossible task. But here's what I know. When a group of people collectively get hungry for God, when people, a group, experiences God collectively together and we get on our knees and say, God, use us. Let's be hungry for you again. Then God can do it. And God will do it. And sometimes we say, well, you know what? I've tried it before. The city's too hard. This and that. I've tried with that person. I'm, I've done this. I've tried. Pastor, you know, you don't know me. I've lived here this amount of years. But let's not downplay God's power in this, church. Let's like quit making that. We've got to stop. Like, let's, let, let's let the Holy Spirit, the power of God, work in our lives more powerfully, right? And it's going to come through this church. Like, it's going to take a church to be humble and hungry for God to move again. And it's going to take us as a collective group, as a group of people, that when I see the scriptures, church, I don't have this quite full to a T yet. I don't have this quite to a T, but here's where I know where the, the, Lord, the, the Lord moves in this place. The Spirit, the Bible teaches us the Spirit of God moves when a group of people together, come together, experience a great yearning for God to intervene and to intervene in our midst. And I believe it can happen and it will happen when people do that. I believe it. And I believe we've seen great days together and we will see great days in our future together as, as if we come together and come before God and say, God, I'm hungry for you. I am hungry for you more fully in my heart and my life, and I'm hungry for you in this township, and I'm hungry for you. This is my prayer, and this is my prayer, and you may have gotten uh, some, if you're, on, if you're an email person, you may have got this play, this kind of thing. I, my prayer is that Union Township is a better place because the church's impact here. That Union Township is a better place to be and a better place to live because the church is making a gospel impact here. And that is my prayer. And as we move out, kind of, it's kind of we move out, outwards of that, it's Newcastle, it's Lawrence County, and beyond. And we've seen that and we know that. But there's this holy discontent that God, I believe, is calling us to accomplish even more. They're calling us to go deeper and to grow deeper and then also kind of stepping out into this and stepping out into the unknown and calling us to grow deeper and higher and to experience God even more abundantly and experience Him even more collectively. I believe that God, this deep hunger for God, it comes through every person that calls this place their home. That it's going to take every person to collectively say, God, I want more of you in my life. God, put to death anything in my life. Put to death sin. Put to death this. Put to death that. Put to death what you, anything that is inhabiting my, myself from advancing your kingdom come. In Union Township on earth as it is in heaven. And let's watch God do the impossible. Because God needs to be the highest object of our trust. It cannot be excuses. It cannot be this. It cannot be that. Let's place God at the highest point of our trust and let God do and write a story than we could ever imagine here. We can do it. I believe in, I believe in every one of you. <laughs> Listen, and we know how this, like Jesus, this is the thing. Jesus took 12 people who, who didn't get along very well, <laughs> who had very different backgrounds. He took 12 people and he said, I believe in you. And look what it launched into the world today. If he can do it with 12, he can do it with us. He can and he will do it through us. We've got to start being hungry for a move of God again. And it starts with us. And we can point the fingers. 
right? But it's going to start with us. And then what I know, as we grow deeper together and as we grow for a deep hunger and longing for God, I know that other people are going to say, man, what's going on there? What is going on in your heart? What is going on at that church? What's going on? And I know I want to be around hungry people, right? Like, you're just contagious. Like, it's just this contagious with, like, the love of the gospel, right? And just the love of the Lord. And I know that that's exactly how this is going to be filled and how we experience God collectively together. I am certain of this church that God's going to accomplish what he wants to accomplish, church, right? There are many, many, there are, the, the harvest is always ripe, <laughs> The harvest is always ripe in our community, right? We see a church. We see a place, right? This is, this is the church we envision together, right? We see a place where children fill up those hallways and run through the building of our church, right? We see a place where children wake up their parents to come to church. We see a place where teenagers become excited about Jesus and make waves with their friends at school. Teenagers, you are the church of today. Don't ever dismiss the fact that you are not the church of today. You are the church today. God can use you. And Joseph was 17 years old when he started on this journey. We seek as a church to lead people far from God, to people who don't even care about God right now, into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ, into the eternal life of Jesus. And let's not, church, let's not limit God's power. We cannot limit the power of God in another person's life or someone that we don't know or some, somebody that in our circles were maybe very far from God. Let's not limit the power of God and let's contend for the gospel impact to be made known through us to other people. Amen? Amen. Let our hearts be stirred for the things of God. We see a place where this town is better because of the church's impact. We see a place where this town has a better, is a better place because of what the church is doing to make an impact. And so it's hunger and thirst. This is kind of the, the two picture mind, the, the kind of the couple of the pictures that I have here is what we even read this morning from Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled right? Blessed are those people who hunger for God to move. And let us be the church. Let us be characterized by that. A people hungry for God. Let us hunger and thirst for righteousness. And it's only going to come from the Lord. Let's let God do what only he can do in this place and in our hearts and in our lives as well. And it's, and it is, it's that moment in time for us. Let the stories be written of this church moving forward. Let the stories be written of this church of lives being changed and people being saved. I believe we're, gonna, we're fixing the baptistry, but here's what I do know is why we're fixing the baptistry is because I believe that God's going to continue to create new life in Christ and people are going to want to continue to be baptized. That's why we're fixing the baptistry. <laughs> we are not going to let it sit and create cobwebs. It's been far too long, right? And we got to continue that on that trajectory. We've seen that, and that's great. But co continuing to boldly move into the next step, into a new, and a new season of growth in this church and of these people. And I believe that we are the people, and of course the people who are on Labor Day, whatever, vacation. But we are the people who God has brought together right now. I believe in this group of people. Do you believe that? Do you believe in this group of people? God used ordinary people, very ordinary people, and you may say, I'm not there yet. I'm not know enough yet. I don't know this. God can do it. God can, and he will do it, church. I believe in this group, and I believe in this current moment, and I know it's this, it's kind of uh, right now, 
I believe in this moment, and to experience more of God collectively, we have to, as a group, say, God, I'm going to hunger and thirst for you in my individual life. And say, God, I want to be used as a vessel for you, and I'm hunger and thirsty for you. And I believe that sometimes when sometimes, and it's going to start with us. It starts with us. It starts with the people in this room. It starts with the disciples. It starts with us collectively saying, God, I want you to move again in my heart for the sake of this community around us. And so this sometimes, often the biggest barrier to this, as we step into this, the biggest barrier to this is often ourselves, <laughs> right? The biggest barrier often to this is ourselves. We, we, like, we sort of like fill in and we're like, when we climb a mountain or we're like, we kind of look at this and we say, well, I'm not sure about this. What's just like, you know, it's like we don't have enough this or that or we, we don't have this or we're not there quite yet. But I know when God uses and he moves amongst his people when people are hungry for God. That's simply it. And when people say this, God, use me. Use me to advance your kingdom through, through somebody who I know. Somebody out there, we all know one person. All of us know one person, right? All of us collectively know one person who does not know Jesus and who does not know this. In Ephesians 3, if you want to go there, I didn't get the page number. Ephesians 3, I love this prayer that Paul prays. He says this in Ephesians 3. And Jesus, you know, as, again, as I said, like Jesus used 12 people and he said, go. He said, go. 12 people. <laughs> he used 12 people. So we, we, we have to, right? Like we can do it. Use 12 people. And look what happened. And look what this extraordinary movement is one. I find nowhere in the New Testament, the early church, I find nowhere where they looked, at the, they looked at the task before them and they said, that's too hard. It's too impossible. No one will listen to me. No, I'm not qualified enough. I don't see any of that. I just see simply people hungry for God, moved by the Holy Spirit in their life and God using them. That's what I see in the New Testament. That's what I see in the New Testament. And they ignited the flame and the Spirit of God moved in their heart among the people. And it starts with us. And it starts with a group of people developing a hunger for God. Ephesians chapter 3. I love this, this kind of prayer. You notice the kind of prayers. This was for the church. This was for the church. 828 of the Bible in front of you. Thank you. Uh, this was for the church in Ephesus. Overcoming extreme odds. Overcoming obstacles, overcoming things, and sometimes we can look at that. We can look at our, we can see right now in our mind the obstacles, the things in our way, the roadblocks in our way, and we're like, we can't do it. I'm telling you, but God, church, but God, but God, He is able to do anything more than we can ever ask or imagine. He says this: For this reason, I kneel before the Father. From whom in verse 14 of chapter 3, in whom every family in heaven on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit and your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and deep is the love of Christ and to know the love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more, who knew him who is able to do immeasurably more, church, than we could ever ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work in here within us, and to him be the glory in the church 
into Jesus Christ throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Here's my prayer, church, that we would know and understand and that God's love for this church and God's love and heart for our community and heart for people that do not know God and do not care about God, that we would experience the deep love of God, the unfathomable love of God, it would blow our socks off. Right? Like, let's experience the unfathomable love of God and let's pray that the unfathomable love of God would literally blow our socks off here. And so that other people would say, wow, God loves me that much. <laughs> so let's pray for that. Let's pray. God, will you contend, if we hunger and thirst for you, will we pray that your kingdom come on earth in Union Township, in my neighborhood, for my neighbor that I don't necessarily get along with, <laughs> for the person that I see at Walmart that I don't necessarily want to see. Let's pray God's kingdom come in us and let it blow our socks off. And let's watch God do it through our township and through our community. Do you believe this, church? Do you believe this? Developing this, stirring our hearts to be renewed. Rather than seeing gaps, God to stir in us, not to see obstacles and barriers in our way, but to see potential in those gaps, right? We are, we are saying like, there are huge gaps currently right now. Like we want to see this and there's this gap and we're going to fill in that gap by God using us, by saying, God, use me. Let it blow my socks off. Let your love, the unfathomable love that you have for me, let it blow out into this community. And I pray, and I pray, I pray that we would be the church, that people would say, man, that church, they love people really well. That church is worshiping God and hungering and thirsting for a move of God, and it is making that impact in our town. Like, I pray that the Holy Spirit would just blow through, like, blow the unfathomable love of God through this place, and it would touch, begin to just see the power of God at display in our community. What new work, what is, here, here's what excites me, is what new work is God going to do? What new work is God going to do in this place? What new work, what work is God going to do in the next season? And we've got to pray and trust and believe that we are simply people. We are not just simply people. My prayer, we are not simply just people who sit in the pews. But in fact, you and I are on mission. <laughs> You and I are on mission. We are movement people. We are a vital part of God's story. We are part of the greatest story ever told. Part of the greatest journey ever told. The greatest story ever written and that is still being written in this place. Let's be the church that contends for heaven to win and hell to lose. Let's be a church that contends for the kingdom of heaven to win and for hell to lose. And my heart is to have this community say, man, Union Township is a better place because the church was impacted. Because the church was here and the church made a dent in Union Township as it is in heaven. And imagine with me a place where people are on mission with Jesus. And it, we, sometimes we're not sure what that, we just, let's just start with this, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Hungering and thirsting for a move of God in our, in our sphere, in my heart, in our heart. And what new thing, what does God want to accomplish through us, through our church, through this place? Right? And some, we, 
Let's not look at the barriers or not look at the roadblocks in front of us, but let's let God do the impossible. And let's let him do it through us. Because I believe God's going to do that. God's going to do the impossible. Where we see, where we may see a gap, we're going to fill that with prayer, we're going to fill that with love, and we're going to fill it with hope. And we're going to believe and trust that God's going to use us as very ordinary disciples. Then as we move out, and as we move out into conversations, we have 168 hours during the week. As we move out and we move into these conversations, and we move and we see people that don't have a home church or don't, are, 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 don't have hope, the hope of, of Jesus, who, who need a Savior, who do not know that Jesus died for them, I pray that that would, that would start in us and then that would just blow out into this, these conversations in this community and the, the people that we interact with and touch on a daily basis. Um, so, what do we do? We are, on, we are a part of a bigger story that God is writing. God's writing a huge story. And He does it through His church. He does it through ordinary, very ordinary disciples. I believe this. To know the love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I pray that you would be filled. Your heart and mind would be filled with all of God because God is greater than we could ever ask or imagine. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more, church, than all we could ask or imagine according to His power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and to Christ Jesus throughout all generations. My prayer is that he would do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. I just want you to know that. I believe in you. And I believe in our church. And I believe in what God's going to do and what God has done and what he will continue to do. But it's time to step into that new season of growth and new season of, of growing together and also growing with him and growing for to contending for gospel kingdom impact in our town, in our city. So what do we do? We pray. So let's let our hearts break for, the, for God, for the things of God. Let's let our hearts break for people that we know who, who, who might die and who might spend eternal torment in hell. And let our hearts break for those people. Beef being fueled and being renewed in community, right? Let's let that also seep into our hearts and minds. Be fueled and renewed in community. Have each one of us stir our hearts for a hunger of God in our life. And we pray, let's pray that the unfathomable love of God be stirred and let it knock our socks off. Let it just abide in us and, and grow deeply within us. And begin, we begin by praying for these like, kingdom of God conversations in our daily lives. We move up in worship on Sundays, then we move out toward the world with the hope of Jesus. And let's be that kind of church, right? To write that story of what God can do. Not looking at the barriers, not looking at the things that we want to see. We, do, we have huge things that we want to do and huge things. Big God-sized dreams for this place. We've got to fill that. We've got to fill it with prayer. We've got to fill that with kingdom hearts and minds to be filled with the, with the unfathomable love of God. And it's going to start with the Holy Spirit doing that work, surrendering ourselves to God <laughs> and saying, God, work in my life. Work in my life. Work in my life through my family, through my friends, through all of this. And so I believe in that church. I hope you do too. Amen. Can I, anyone else? Amen. Thank you. Okay, thank you. All right. 
Him, He is able. Let's look at what God is able to do. Maybe we have a low view of God. Let's let it blow our socks off. Maybe we are limiting God's power. Just a thought. Maybe we are limiting God's power. Maybe it's us, some of us, right? Then allowing God to do what he, only He can do. And it's going to come through us. Contending for heaven to win and hell to lose. I still believe that we have not even yet begun to see what God's going to do here. Even we've had some great days together. But I still believe the church's best days are ahead of it. Not behind it, but are ahead of it. Amen? Amen? I see all, it is plenty of people. There is plenty of people that I know you and I, it's like, it's like, if we can start to see the fact that God's brought this group together and imagine with me like we start to see kind of multiplication like, okay, we've got this group of people who call this place their home, but imagine with me if all of us started praying for a hungry move of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Imagine with me, right, like I can only reach certain people, like we only can come in contact with this many people. But what if we all started to see like we are all part of this? And then we start to see like, okay, that's like they're able to touch that, these, these kind, that kind of 